It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk about a pressure penalty from a man who hasn't always had the cleanest record. But he converts this one with cheek, with style, with coolness. Arsenal snatch it at the death. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to a brand new podcast by the name of the same old Arsenal. The little brainchild of myself and Mems, um, we had a bit of a chat um, and we said, yeah, let's do it. Let's do a podcast. Let's do an audio only podcast and see uh, and see where it takes us. So, um, Mems, we're here, mate. First podcast. We're here. We're here. We're here. Good, good evening, Craig, and um, good evening to everyone that's watching, uh, listening. Rather, you know, it's, it's a it's a brand new thing we're doing. It's a it's an audio only podcast. Thank God that uh, you don't have to look at Michael Bush. Um, and we've got uh, a couple of people on the show tonight. Um, two people I know very well from Twitter, and so I'm sure you know them as well. Uh, we have got uh, Bradders, aka Sean, and we've got Lee Judges, who's a regular Arsenal fan TV. Very, very honoured for both of you to be joining us tonight on this brand new podcast. Good evening, sir. Good um, to be here. Thanks, thanks, it's, thanks, it's, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Good evening. And, uh, it, the, the idea of the podcast, I mean, me and Craig, we, we spoke about it, Craig, and you know, we spoke about something that's, uh, obviously there's a number of uh, YouTube channels out there, there's a number of podcasts out there. We wanted to do something which um, gives everybody a voice. Um, obviously, you know, there's, there's, there's a number of people with opinions on Arsenal fans, uh, Twitter, um, it's just an idea to have a bit of a light-hearted um, look at ourselves as well as fans because we do get a, a bit of abuse. And uh, we're really, really looking forward to it. It's going to be a weekly show. Um, really looking forward to working with Craig. And uh, please make sure you tune in weekly. It's going to be an absolute pleasure and it's going to be a laugh as well, isn't it, Craig? Absolutely, mate. Yeah, um, just just while we're here, let's talk about where you, you'll be able to find the podcast. You'll be able to find it on uh, SoundCloud. It'll be up to uploaded to SoundCloud, hopefully uh, within the hour, within an hour of us finishing uh, every night. Then obviously, once it's up on SoundCloud, I will will get it up on iTunes, but for some reason, it takes a while to come through on iTunes, 
And tonight there, we've just been going through some tweets, um, people wanting mm -hmm. us to upload the audio to YouTube. So we will upload, I will upload the we'll audio to YouTube. Um, there will be, obviously, it will be just um, audio, which will be lovely for me because I won't have to respond to comments about my balding hairline. Um, <laughs> you know, Ospina. yeah, it took up it took up a good a good lot of my time actually responding to those comments. Oh, you've got no air. Oh, you've got no air. I'm actually glad, Craig, that people don't have to look at my bush, you know, because it, it was a bit of a, an effort getting in front of that webcam. So I quite like this audio only, uh, you know, uh, thing that we've got to do. So you know, it's it's, it's good. I, I like it. You know, yeah, the good thing is that if you're at work. You put in your headphones or you're traveling to work, you're sitting in the car, you can just drive along and listen to us rant on for the next uh, hour or so, however long we're going to be doing this. So it's, it's going to be a laugh. So let's get it on the way, Craig. I mean, what's, what are we going to talk about today? Well, first of all, let's introduce the guest. Uh, let's introduce Bradders1066. Welcome, mate. How are you? I'm brilliant. It's good to be here. Thanks good, for having good, me. Good. And uh, next in line, a very good friend of mine. We've become friends, Twitter friends. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Lee Judges, how are you, Lee? Pleasure I'm to be, all up, thank you very much. Pleasure, Mike. pleasure, pleasure nice to be to talking talk to you again. To you. Yes, mate, absolutely. Okay, let's 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 rock on. Southampton in the FA Cup, absolutely beautiful performance. Um, mm. Okay, we should be beating Southampton. The team that Southampton yeah. put out, we should be beating them five 0 anyway. Yeah, um, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, some really good individual performances that evening. Um, Oxlade Chamberlain, Nathan Miles, um, and Jeff Adelaide. I thought the two players for me actually that really stood out was um, Maitland Niles and uh, Jeff Adelaide. I thought they had a great game. Um, I thought Ox was brilliant down the middle as well. Can't believe that he, he can't believe he didn't start last night. But we'll get onto that um, a little bit later on. Bradders, the Southampton game quite refreshing. Brilliant. It was brilliant. It was, it was like watching old Arsenal. But great movement, pace. I, I was, I mean, I'm, I'm not Welbeck's biggest fan, but he made such a difference. It was just, it was just really good to watch, and not have to watch Giroud standing still, <laughs> waiting for the ball. You know, it was, no, it was nice. It was, it was really good. Um, yeah. Let's not go overboard a little bit because I, I can still remember Southampton. Did they play Liverpool two days before, or something? So they were they were resting a lot of their yeah, players. Of course, but yeah. No, it was it, it was a great performance and it was refreshing to see to see the movement. You yeah, know, the yeah. movement. That's the thing, Lee. Um, I I wasn't going to go too overboard with it because the team that Southampton put out, let's be honest, um, yeah, yeah. wasn't the Southampton that we would all hoped to beat five 0 was it, mate? Oh no, no, not without a doubt. But what it was was um, uh, a comfortable performance. It was a very, yeah. very enjoyable uh, day. But I have to say that um, you know the feel-good factor coming away from that game was brilliant because what it what it done was um, you know this is our second string. You know, I mean, imagine what our first team can be like on um, on Tuesday night. And um, I, I, I certainly was looking forward to Tuesday because I felt the one thing that I thought it would do. Was if say like your instance, for instance, your Monreal or your um, Aaron Ramsey or your Cockerland, you'd have seen those performances, though, boys, and think, well, if I don't step up on Tuesday night, I could be out by Saturday, because yeah. those, some of those performances were fantastic. Oxley Chamberlain in midfield, well, you know, was brilliant, and I thought again last night um, he was outstanding as well when he came in there. So, you know, that's what I think it done, but it just seems to me 
that they just abused that situation uh, on Tuesday and thought, well, I'm, I'm in, don't really matter. And um, in, in they come. But going on back onto Southampton, it, it, it was a, a pleasurable day, great, great atmosphere. And maybe that has something to do with it. I think someone mentioned that on Twitter today that the atmosphere um, at these away games is, is so, so good that, um, you know, it transforms onto the players. I don't know, you know what I mean? But um, it certainly was a fantastic atmosphere on Saturday and, um, you know, the players responded. Mm. Great point you bring up about the atmosphere. Um, playing away from home, you know, listening to your fans singing, you know, singing your name or whatever, you know, getting behind the team. Mems, let's, you know, we can't, we're not going to talk about Southampton too much because it was last mm-hmm. week, but, you know, I want to, we want to... Um, Shall I talk about last night because I was I was there and it's you were there, yeah. The, the, the atmosphere last night to me, I, I was sitting at home watching it on telly. Okay, I can't really mm. obviously soak it up, but it seemed very very poisonous to me. I, I mean, it was um, how can I put it? it was the start of the game. I mean, Lee, I know you was there. I saw you after the game, but I've never seen a more flatter start to a game at Arsenal for for many years. We were at that bad. We we couldn't string two passes together. Uh, Gomez in goal for Watford first half didn't have nothing to do. Ben, um, don't forget it was raining. Yeah, I know. I've seen, you know, <laughs> put that out. You know, the rain was pretty bad, and I can understand the floodlights were particularly bright as well. So, you know, uh, the excuses are there. But it, we we were that bad, Sean. That yeah. bad, Craig. I know. I watched it. I watched it. We, it was it was dire, and and the atmosphere. I mean. Lee's mentioned about the atmosphere. The atmosphere within the stadium was shocking. And it was a midweek game. I know the weather was poor. There were, I mean, I, I got in the stadium, as I always do, get there nice and early. I like to see the players warm up and, and things like that. You know, I, I, people were turning up 20 minutes gone. They, they were two yeah. nil down, but people were rocking up. Mems, um, can I, what, what was you thinking when, when you saw, you say you got there early, what was you thinking when you saw the, the team? When I, saw the, when I saw the team, I mean, I, I, I thought myself, first, first thing I thought of, and I, I mentioned this to Lee after the game, if Hector Bellerin is fit enough to be on the bench, yeah. why, is he, why is he not starting? Exactly. And I, know, I know people will say to me, Gabriel's been playing really well, etc. Hector Bellerin's the best right, right back in, in the league, in yeah. my opinion. And if he's fit, yeah. he's got to play. It's the first thing I thought. And then I thought to myself, like what Lee said, like what yourself said as well, if people have played well, Theo Wilcott scored a hat-trick, Danny Welbeck's played well, Where's their re- where's their reward for playing well exactly. if they know that they're going to get dropped the following week? I mean, Aaron Ramsey started yesterday. I don't like digging out certain players, but he was shocking. He was. I, I can't I can't remember the last time Aaron Ramsey's actually had a, a positive impact on the game. He was that yeah. bad yesterday. Um, so I looked at the team sheet and I was I was thinking to myself, it's, it's a strange one. Well, I, I was I, I was I was gobsmacked. I mean, mm. how, how many times now we. We, I mean, we don't often have a great performance. Let's face it. When was our last one? Probably against Chelsea. But yeah. a great performance against Southampton. Pace power, and then he takes all that pace and power out, mm. and, play, and, and puts and put and puts in the slow people. When it, uh, and I saw it, and I, and I, it was amazing, right? Because I, I I do that super six thing on Sky, mm-hmm. and I'd already put Arsenal four 0 to win. That's what I predicted for Neil. Is that before you saw the team or after? Yeah, that was before. And my boy turned out and said to me, he said, Dad, Watford are going to win. Watford are going to beat us easily. I went, oh, don't be silly. Don't be silly. And 2-0, 2-0, 2-0 down after 10 minutes. 
15 but, minutes. But I mean, <laughs> what Watford did yesterday, and Lee, uh, you know, you, you, you saw it as well. Watford played with four almost yeah. centre backs at the back. Yeah. All, all their boys at the back were, were yeah. big lumps. And you've got Based. Giroud up there. And yeah. Like you said, like you said, Sean, he's, he's not the most mobile and pacey. If you've got four centre backs like Cabal, with all due respect to them, you need someone like Alexis or Theo up there. And it's, it's so typical of Arsene Wenger where if something works for him, he'll do it yeah. the next week. He'll do it the week after. And he'll do it the week after. You've <laughs> got to pick teams according to the teams that you're playing. He's got his favourites. He's got his favourites. Yeah. And no matter what, he, he, he always picks Giroud and he'll always pick Ramsey, no matter who yeah. he's playing or what. And it's yeah. and, that, and that's and that's what's been killing us. If, uh, I know Giroud had a good little period where he scored some goals. Mm. But come on, let's, we all know he, he slows the team. He... He's the only player I know who, every time he plays, he changes. He changes the way we play. Because without him, when you sit watching, we're 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 a different animal. When we yeah. got Alexis in the middle, you touched but, on it earlier on against Southampton. One thing we had was pace, and, yeah. and Arsenal. When you when you've got pace in your side, and it's the, especially away from home, pace and power. Able, yeah, we're able to play that 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 quickly. That, that you know, we can look up, pick out a pass. Yesterday, I mean. I mean, people turn around and say clubs come to the Emirates and they, they park the bus and things like that. Watford yesterday, they were attacking us left, right and centre. We didn't exactly. know what hit us. For the first yeah. 20 minutes, yeah. we did exactly. not know what hit us. Exactly. We, we, came was... out, we came out expecting them to park the bus and, mm. and it's only a matter of time before we scored. And and they no, they obviously saw the team and thought, no, this, we, can, we can do this. It but, was, it, the first 20 minutes, mate, was, was that bad. I was I was sitting there and I was looking at me boy and I thought, bloody hell, this is yeah. what is going on. Yeah. It was two minutes and fifty seven seconds, bad. Um, it's, yeah. That That's was two, min- two minutes and fifty seconds. Two minutes and fifty seven seconds between the goals. Um, when that second one went in, I, I started laughing. I was. Where, just... what, I mean, the first the first goal was was obviously a deflected free kick. If you looked at Aaron Ramsey, um, you know he, he's he's turned away from the shot. You know, I mean, I know he's. You know, it's a deflection, but I got, oh, there's some players that put their body on the line to block it. You know, he, he sort of turned away, sort of half eyed didn't he? And the second goal, he, I mean, there was a throw in from Gabriel. Ramsey put in a little 50-50 sort of tackle. We sort of bowed out of it. And then yeah. it, the lad that was running that Mustafi, you're thinking Mustafi, just cl- take mm. him out. Take yeah. him. He, yeah. he went past him at Capri, uh, yeah. You know, Chet made a save and it was a little tap in there from Troy Beattie. You know, it, yeah. was, it was. It was. I mean, to be honest with you, Czech made a, a decent save after that as well. It could have been a lot worse. Well, yeah, we could have been. We could have been three or four down, couldn't we? Absolutely. Yeah. Let's 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 go back. Let's go back to Lee and talk about and talk about the team selection again. Um, Lee Oxley Chamberlain found himself on the bench yesterday. After you know, after he, he kind of ran the show really at Southampton, if you ask me. What must be going through, you know, Chamberlain's head yesterday when he sees that he's on the sub bench after a performance such as the one at Southampton? He's used to it. It happens every time. Yeah, I think what you have to understand is that, that, that um, at the professional game, it happens not so much at semi-professional, but definitely at professional level, is that they knew that um, with the Southampton game that the guys were, were going to be rested, and they was always going to come back into the team. Don't matter if we won fifteen nil. It was always going to happen that they were all going to come back in, which is fair enough. He's turned around and said, I'm resting you, giving you a game. Um, and I think that those players probably accepted that. But what, what, what they won't accept, you know, is when, they, when they're putting a performance like that, that they're, if they're all still playing. Mm. And going back to team selection, there's a couple of things that, that have missed me 
And I've spoke, like, funny about my dad. I was talking to my dad earlier on today, and he turned around and he and he asked me a question, and I, I, I can't answer it, so I'll throw it out to you guys. Um, when um, Meza Erzl and Alexis Sanchez are either injured or ill or, or left out of the side for whatever reason they're left out of the side, don't matter how well the player that's playing in their position is, they come straight back in the team, mm. straight back in the team. No arguments. Yeah. Why yeah. didn't that happen with Bellerin? Exactly. With Bellerin, he's probably uh, the best, if not the second best, right back in the in the country. Regardless, exactly. say, say if um, uh, I, 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 uh, say for instance, uh, Walcott. Uh, all right, so let's say Giroud scores goal after goal after goal. Sanchez is going to come back. Well, we we stick Sanchez on the wing, but it makes sure that he gets him in the team. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and here we have Bellerin uh, on the bench. I can't understand that, you know. Uh, as well as Gabriel's done, Gabriel. Is this is a game where yeah. you look at it that, that you're going to have ninety percent of the play? Do you need a centre half that's not going to create anything? Absolutely. Not going to score any goals, mm. playing at right back. And not only well, did he play at right back, he played for the whole ninety minutes. Yeah, Lee, yeah. You, you, Lee, you. I was, I was sitting watching that, right? I'm sitting watching that, and I was thinking, where's Tabushi? Where's Jenkinson? Are they still at Arsenal, or did they yeah. go? No, they stayed. They stayed. So Debussy, a week. Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking, right? Debussy, there's Debussy, a French international who Wenger picked and bought, right? Who don't play him anymore. Now, I know he got injured, but he, he's been fine all season. I know they've had a bit of a fallout, but Jenkinson, he's, he's, he's on about 50 grand a week. Are you telling me that our two second right backs aren't, can't do better than Gabriel? This is what I, this is the frightening thing about Arsenal. This is why I, I'm now believe that Arsene Wenger is finished as, as a manager of Arsenal. And the yes. reason is because we've got this massive squad, and he's still putting square pegs in round holes. I've, I've been saying that for ages, Lee. It's it's a square peg in round hole formation with Wenger, and he does exactly the same with Ramsey. The only position he ain't put Ramsey in is goalkeeper. <laughs> Do we think that, do, 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 you know, we, we go on Twitter and, and we say, oh, you know, why doesn't he change the formation? Why won't he change the formation? Is he so hell-bent on playing Mercer Ozil mm. all the time that he won't change, you know, he won't change he, the formation he, to suit? He won't. He but, sent him shopping in Sweden for a week after, after he gave him a winter's break. Well, I mean, Mercer, <laughs> Ozil, Mercer he, Ozil has had more time off than the Queen this year. He, he, he had a winter's <laughs> break, and then he went shopping in Sweden while we was thrashing Southampton. He comes back, sticks him in a team. What did he do? Absolutely nothing. Yet, Chamberlain, who, and, and this is really annoys me, I see people all the time on Twitter giving Chamberlain a hard time. The, you, 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 anyone tell me the last time that lad played five games on the trot? Yes. I, don't think, I don't think he ever has. Yeah, yes. How, yes. how, the, how the hell is he supposed to impress anybody? I absolutely agree with you. you know, I, he's I, been our best player at times this season. He, I think he's a wonderful player, Chamberlain. So know, do I. So do I. And I'll tell you what, Chelsea, Chelsea is sniffing around him, but if, if Chelsea get hold of him, you'll see the proper rock stage, Chamberlain. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I've, I've said this for years. I, mean, I spoke to Craig on, on numerous hangouts. I'm a big fan of Alex Oxford Chamberlain, and I fear that if he goes to a club like Chelsea or Liverpool, he'll develop into an absolute beast. And he's versatile as well. We can play. I mean, he, he, yeah. I was screaming yesterday. Uh, Lee, we spoke. And we, when Gabriel picked up a booking, I thought to myself, yeah. you know, put Oxley Chamberlain on and play him on that right hand side because we had absolutely yeah. nothing going down. Yeah. Put the Ox on, put him on the right hand side, take off Gabriel, 
you know, and then and we've got we've got uh, you know pace on both uh, on both outlets. Then I yeah. couldn't understand it. And, it's, right. and, and you're right, Sean. I mean, the Ox has never had a consistent never of games. It, you could say it's never. the same with Walcott as well. I mean, how much he's got over twenty grand a week. I mean, he's and 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 he, and he gets in now instead of him. Well, that's, that, that's, that's a, a, Sean, that's a fantastic point. Awobi gets, uh, I think, is a good player. Don't get me so wrong. Do I, so do I. But he gets more chances than Oxley Chamberlain. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, you know, um, and I think Oxley Chamberlain is potentially a better player. In my opinion, I might be wrong, but that's my opinion. He's yeah. English. I think he's got absolutely wonderful talent. You know, mm-hmm. I haven't seen a limited player. I, I go back a couple of years ago, AC Milan, when he played in midfield against AC Milan. He was absolutely outstanding. Now, I'm not going to criticise Wenger about his development. I think his de- development has been hindered by injuries at certain mm-hmm, times. Mm-hmm, so, yes. I, I think that that's something that he's got to improve on. But, oh, oh, you know, while we're talking about injuries, that they can continue to happen to every single player that plays under Arsene Wenger. Me, I blame, I blame all of Oxlade Chambers' injuries and all of Walcott's injuries and pretty much all of Wiltshire's injuries. It's, it's, on, it's on Wenger's rotation. Yeah. They, play, they play two games... Right, their muscles get foot, you know, get match fit, and then they sit down, sit out for three or four games. And then they come, then he wants them to come back on, and they need they need to be playing all the time. These players, yeah, I agree. When we're talking about Oxlade Chamberlain as well, lads, I think what we've got is remember is I think he's a confidence player, and uh, I don't think he's he's yeah. been filled with confidence under Arsene Wenger because he knows that it doesn't matter how well he's going to play, he's not going to be the following week. Exactly, he knows, fantastic. He knows and, and, and the thing is as well is that the crowd over at Arsenal as well they've, they've, they've got on his, on his back if he makes exactly. a mistake everyone gets on his back they're very critical of the Ox you know and it, it seems exactly. to me that there's certain players that can get away with things but there's certain players it's, it's, it's fashionable to get on their backs and the Ox is one of them I, I agree I, 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 there is a, I have to say this with Arsenal fans if I'm going to have a little criticism of them there is a little Come bit of a culture of getting on the players' backs, you know what I mean? It goes back even when, uh, in, the, in the old days as well, there were certain players they used to pick on. Yeah. Perry, and, Groves. Uh, Perry uh, Groves. Perry Groves is one of them. Now <laughs> everybody idolises him to a certain degree. You know Jimmy, I mean? Jim, Jimmy Carter. Jimmy yeah, Carter. Uh, <laughs> Lee Chatham. He used to get a lot of stick in the old Chris, days. Poor old Chris Kiwamia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they do get picked on, you know. Uh, Gus Caesar was another one, but, but some yeah, of them deserved it, if I'll be to, honest. But, um, to, to, be, to be fair, Lee, Gus Caesar was fucking shit, wasn't yeah, he? he was, I, 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 remember so. that, I remember that little Woodford Cup final against Did someone swear oh. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry about that. Who swore? <laughs> right, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's only a, the host. Only the host. That's a pound. That's a pound into the jar. <laughs> that's a pound to charity. Pound in the jar. Gus Caesar, blame it on him. Oh, there's the Little Woods Cup final, wasn't it? When we, we against Luton. Oh, and he, tripped oh. over, he tripped over his own toe, didn't he? I was there. I went to the 86 final, the 87 final, and the 88 final. And you're going to ask me now, why did I go to the 86 final? Because it was it was Oxford QPR and my brother. The milk cup. The milk yeah, cup. yeah, my brother's yeah. mates went. I'm standing there, and I was I was in the QPR end, and they got absolutely hammered by Oxford. 3 0, I think it was. Yeah, I, feel, I, I, I don't remember that. Yeah, it was. It was, year, it, it was the year before. It was the year before we beat Liverpool. I was. I was. I mean, all the finals in those John, days. John Aldridge, wasn't it? Listen, yeah, we're, we're yeah. talking about the. We're talking about the old times here. I mean, obviously, we've got four mature members on the tonight show, but there's, there's a number of Arsenal fans that only know life under Arsene Wenger, and they yeah. think that you know before the Wenger era, 
that we were a small-time club and we, we didn't win things. That yeah. Littlewoods Cup final when we beat Liverpool, that was amazing. Joe Nicholas scored two. For me, that was one of the best days of my life. you got to remember, I was there, right? I was there. I was there. And, uh, Liverpool in those days, they, they were what? The best team in Europe. Mm-hmm. Nobody beat them. Ian Rush had this thing. Every time he scored, they never lost. I... I went, we, oh, I went, there was about 15 of us who went, and we all went expecting to lose. We were on the march with George's army. And we got there, and Rushy scored, Rushy scored, and we all looked at each other. And, uh, and oh, just, go yeah, we might as well go home back to the pub, lads, you know. <laughs> it's absolutely shite. And Charlie Nicholas, how he managed to score <laughs> two of the luckiest goals you'll ever see. Yeah, yeah they were shit goals, weren't they? <laughs> but, but we won. Perry Groves come on and set up the winner. Yeah, he still talks about that now, does Perry? Yeah. <laughs> you, know what, the, you know what? The best thing for me with that day was was um, was Kenny Sansom. Yeah. Uh, and because he, he was he, for me, he was one of my favourite players, and yeah, to, to yeah. see him lifting that cup, and he was very emotional that day. Yeah. yeah. And to see Arsenal for what for, for me, it was one of the first times in my lifetime that, that was my first Arsenal. That was my yeah. first Arsenal final, that was. Yeah, to see us yeah. actually win something, that was so special. Yeah. And the Arsenal fans now, under the under the current regime, and they, 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 they don't know our history. And then when you talk about our history, you talk about the past. And we, I saw the tweet from Redaction, Craig, you know, yeah. um, saying about, you know, people have got to forget about the past and people have got to forget about Oh, the past. that was yeah. the biggest, it, was, it oh. was the biggest kick in the nuts. I'll tell you, I, so I, Arsenal that. Fans I that couldn't tweet. believe that. And, and, I mean, it's, 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 it's not 1989 anymore. It's 2017. If you can't, if you can't move on with the times, then it's time to retire. Now, I kind I mean, of, I kind of get where he's, uh, you know, I kind of get where he's coming from. You know, well, I, we I can't, didn't. we can't, you know, we can't dwell on the past. We can't dwell on Highbury. But Highbury, no. Highbury has a lot of, for some people, Highbury has a lot of. Um, Emotional special, memories, special, yeah, special, special memories, emotional memories. I, I totally disagree with that. I, I totally disagree. You know, I, I, I think at the end of the day, you have to look at it and say to yourself that there's a reason why you support Arsenal. Exactly. There's a reason why you go and support other teams. The reason that I support Arsenal was because in the 70s, when my dad took me over there, it was the red and white shirts, those famous red and white shirts, the proper, proper kit as it is in those days, you know, and something about Highbury. That's what it was. Yeah. Well, that's, what, yeah, that's what, exactly what I mean, mate. You can't, you can't have red, red action coming along, telling, no. you know, telling us. Well, like I oh, going back on myself now, but I kind of understand where he's coming from. But at the, in the same, at the same time, Highbury is, you know, it's a very spiritual place for a lot of our fans. You know, of course, a, a lot of people went there, and to come out and say that you know we should move on and forget about it. I think it's a yeah. really, really poor, poor it tweet. Because considering, considering they're supposed to be talk, uh, a fans group. Exactly. Fans, exactly. I mean, what a, what, I mean, what a ridiculous thing. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you, Lee. I agree with, I agree with what you just said. Perhaps you took me up a bit wrong there, mate. I agree with what you said. You know, I yeah, agree I, with what you yeah. say. I mean, like, I can remember the first time I walked into Highbury, you know, and it was, it was the most amazing Lee, thing Lee, ever. Lee, can I ask quickly? When, when, when did? Uh, when did you become an Arsenal fan? What year oh, was I, that, mate? I, it was um, probably about uh, 77, 76. I've got to be honest. Uh, uh, I, I, 
going back in those days, I, there, there was something about Man United that I liked when I was a yeah. kid growing up. Yeah, they were, were those in the cup finals. In the cup final, they lost to 76. Was 76 the first, lost to Southampton, 77. Lost to Southampton. They, they, they beat Man United. They beat Man United, yeah. And that's when he said, yeah. sod this, I'm going to support Arsenal. <laughs> and, and, and I, they were saying, I, I felt so sorry for, for Man United that day, just because that was my first cup final and they was, you yeah. know, I don't know if you remember they played in the in, uh, yeah. uh, the, the, the red shirts, the saying about yeah. red that was in there, and then they went and beat Liverpool in the '77 yeah. final. Yeah. Uh, but my dad was a massive Arsenal fan, and um, in 19 in 1978, um, my dad yeah. went to the cup final and he left it's me at rich. home. Which one, Neil? Was it Geddes? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Roger Osborne. Roger Osborne, Roger Osborne is it? Yeah. So, and, and my dad said to me, oh, "See you later, son. Don't forget, watch out." And I, I, I'll never forget it. Looking at, at telly, hundred thousand people there trying to find me dead on the telly, but it's never <laughs> going to happen. But um, <laughs> we lost McDonald's. that game. We lost that game one nil, and yeah. I, that was probably it. I felt so sorry for um, Arsenal that day, and I, and I still think, and I still believe now that Arsenal should never ever change their yellow and blue kit because no. something about I'll that in 1979 when, it, yeah. when, my dad, yeah, yeah, when my dad took me to my dad, um, I don't know if you remember him, my dad uh, knew David Price yeah, number, I, I mean, yeah, yeah I remember David Price yeah I remember yeah. number 10 well, blonde there, uh, blonde there, unbelievable yeah. 1979, my dad said we've got to go up to the Arsenal hotel meet him and get the tickets for the cup final wow um, so um, oh, Oh, it was that 1980. One of those times I remember it anyway. It could have been that one or it could have been 1980. And we drove up to the hotel and I, I thought, my dad ain't going to go in there. He can't go in there. And, <laughs> and, and you know, like, going, hey, bloody well, he's, he's gone in there. Like, that. I mean, and out come David Price and, um, you know, shook me hand and he gave, gave us the tickets and we went to the cup final. And, um, Wow. You know, 1979 was the one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah we, had, we had three good years. I mean, I'll say three. We, we got the three finals and only won one, yeah. didn't we? But, yeah. Yeah. A lot. So I was I was lucky that through 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 that that we um we managed to get tickets for for that. So the, the 70, 78 final, my dad went, so I didn't go 79 yeah. and, and 80. There. So that, like it was that was around about that time. Yeah. And then Liam Brady then become the um the idol oh, wow. for me and um, yeah. You know, unfortunately, he left his. He buggered off to Juventus, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. you know. So, and so, that, and that's where it started with my love affair, and, and yeah. then started following them all around the country. Me and my mates, when we, you know, then it was the Charlie Nicholas era. Yeah, I was, I was, I was in the North Bank then. Yeah, that did, was you, did, did, did you have the uh, the mullet haircut? Oh, I yeah, did. I did. I did. And there's a picture floating about of that. There's a picture yeah, floating is, around. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. Yeah, I've got, a, I've got a picture of me with a mullet. I'll put it on later. I'm just gonna, <laughs> oh, yeah, just, just before we, we exchange mullets. <laughs> <laughs> just before we move on, I'm just gonna make Brad and Lee feel really old. Uh, 1979 was the year I was born. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Yeah. 1979, mate, I was born. Yeah, I'll make you feel old. I'll, I'll make myself look old now. I mean, when I, Lee, when I started sporting Arsenal, I was in, in a Mason in London, and we had a black and white TV. I'll always remember this. And, I, and it was 1971. And I didn't even know that Arsenal just won the league, league title because I was only just turned five. And my brother, Eric brother, was sitting watching the match. And I said to him, what are you watching? He said, it's the cup final, Liverpool versus Arsenal. I'll always remember it. And I said to him, because I'm a bit of a glory owner, I said to him, whoever watches, I'll support. So I could have been a scouser. <laughs> whoever wins. Yeah. Whoever wins. That's yeah. true. 
Sure. I mean, I'll save myself a lot of money because, I mean, you, when you're five, you don't know that Ivory is only <laughs> six miles up the road and Liverpool's fucking 300 miles. <laughs> <laughs> right, see, mate. No, well, story, well, mate. The thing is, you have to say, and that's what, you know, I, I, you know I'm biased, with, but there's just something special about being an Arsenal fan. I don't know there what is. it is. You know, the Arsenal, you know, even Charlie Nicholas, um, I was reading him an article about him the other day, said the one thing that attracted him to the Arsenal was the Arsenal, you know, and um, there is something special about it. And yeah, we were a classy, we were a classy club at the Ivory, very classy club. Sadly, that is, that is being taken away a lot with the way the board are treating, treating everybody. But I honestly feel going back, just coming back. To reality now with Arsenal now, I think there's a certain arrogance about the club. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 and I think it stemmed from the yeah. manager. I, I I see referees not giving us penalties because I think they love not to. I, I really do because there's an, an arrogance about us. I also think there's an arrogance about the fans. The one I I I, I do not sing it. Uh, I go as you know I go to a lot of games, but when they when they sing, you've only come to see the Arsenal. I think that's so disrespectful. Yes, um, and, and it is so wrong on so many levels. Yeah, I mean, like, um, it is unbelievable. Lee, can, can, Lee, can I ask you? You, you mentioned them, and that Arsenal did things with such a class back then, and I, I agree with you. I mean, one thing when I was a kid, when I remember, is that the, the Arsenal players, when they used to travel to away games and home games, always wore the blazers, blazers, yeah. And, yeah, and the and the crest on the side of the blazers yeah. and the ties. You know, up the marble halls and that can in that stadium. There was so much class around the club. And, and pride, we did, they were yeah, proud. We did, yeah, yeah. We, we did things the right way, and it was called the Arsenal way. Yeah, touch of class. We lost that. Yeah, I have to say this another thing that I was growing up as a kid. Remember the band that used to come before, on the pitch? And, and bit before uh, my time, uh, uh, sorry about that. They used to have a band. Like, they used what year was that, Lee? What year was that? Uh, it was definitely in the seventies, and he used to go in front of the North Bank, and he used to lead it with yeah, a pole, it. and he, he threw it up in the air, and the North Bank yeah. used to cheer, and if he caught it, everybody. Well, well, always well, hoping that he'd drop the bloody thing, but he uh, never but, did. Yeah. You know what I mean? My first but, game, my, my first game at Ivy was eighty three, eighty four. So I can't say. Yeah, so I'm going back but, in the seventies. It was just, you know, but, it was just something special. You used to have. Um, I know I'm going right into the nostalgia stuff of it all, like, but all you right, used to have to put the old peanut seller, your peanuts, get peanuts, your peanuts, yeah, peanuts, yeah, yeah, yeah. Around, <laughs> and like, you know, it was like, oh, dad, dad, buy us a pack of peanuts, and he yeah. used to, it was an highlight, you know what I mean, of the day, right. you know, I've got some, a pack of One of my greatest memories of Highbury was probably the smell of piss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that smell. Yeah, I remember that. You know, smell. we don't we don't get that anymore. Just you to bring the tone down. Yeah. Right, tone down. Wait, Jimmy, right. Jimmy, Mate, Jimmy. I didn't I didn't know you were using the water sports crime. Do you remember do you remember the fight when you're in the middle of the North Bank and you and as you say you're you busting for a piss. The amount of hassle and fight you have to do to just get to that toilet. Wait, it, I, it, I, nobody I, bothered. They just literally used to piss on the floor, didn't they? <laughs> I mean, Sean, I know people that used to roll up the programmes. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And piss through the programmes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You used to be watching the game, you used to be yeah. down the back of your fucking car. Yeah, I used to dribble. <laughs> I, I, I remember, I remember dribbling in empty cans. Oh. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You've all done that one. You can't, you can't believe it. And people moan about the Emirates. You don't get pissed on. <laughs> yeah. you never, can I just you never, say something? Um, oh, my yeah, um, just before you come on in, he said that no swearing. I'm the only one that ain't swore, by the way. I just want to put that out there, all right? Oh, sorry about that. I, I've not lowered the tone yet. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. I'll, make you swear, I'll make you swear by the end of the day, mate. Yeah. We're going to talk about Vengus soon. Then you're gonna oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Let's move on to some uh, tweets. Yeah, uh, I've had a few. Yeah, I've, I've got a few Hughes. tweets as well. Um, well I've, I've, got I've got Hugh Rizzy that's tweeted me. Well, don't, don't, uh, don't, Brad, Brad, we'll, we'll, we'll make you popular, don't worry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, I don't know what I'm going on about. You got more followers than me. Um, I've got Arsene's son, uh, Hugh Wizzy, the YouTuber. He's a great lad. He's tweeted the show tonight. Um, he's tweeted me, and he was talking about last night, and he was uh, talking about the uh, the Watford de- defeat. He's, he's, he's tweeted me. Poor team selection. Giroud shocker. Ramsey embarrassing. Gabriel not a right back. Alexis overdoing it. Walcott's misses costly, and Lucas underused or uh, yes. Lucas unlucky. Uh, I definitely agree there. with that last point. What has Lucas Perez got to do to get a start? I can no I idea. can I just say something there? Right? I, I and I'll still say this. I reckon Wenger bought Lucas Perez. He knew damn well he weren't going to be starting him when he bought him. Because if you go, if you remember going back to the summer, the one thing we was all screaming for was a striker, a world class striker, because none of us wanted to see Giroud there again. So when he bought Perez, everyone went on YouTube and said, oh, yeah, he looks brilliant. Well class. We've, we've got a striker. We've got a striker. And what does he do? He put him on the bench, put Sanchez in the middle for six games, and then he chucked Giroud back in there. So <laughs> he's a sneaky bastard. The, thing, the thing is with me, I don't know if it's the same about... The thing is with me when I watch my football team is I want to see my football team give 100%. Now, if that means having players on the pitch like Perez and like Chamberlain and like... Macklin Niles and these players, yeah. right? I would yeah. much rather watch them. Like if, if last yeah. night, if last night with on the pitch was Maitland Niles, Perez, Jeff Adelaide, you know, Chamberlain, um, Gabriel Whiteback, whatever. Not not our households. Sanchez's, Ozil's, you know. As long yeah. as they gave one hundred and ten percent, I wouldn't care about the result. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What pisses me off the most is when we, when we had to watch that last night. None yeah. of them players on that pitch could give no a rat's about being two 0 down. That's exactly the problem, right. The, the problem is, Craig. This all stems from the top because there's too many people content with or happy with finishing in the top four. There's no desire to win. Yeah. There's no, there's I mean back in the day we were talking about back in you know no manager, George Graham, no manager before Wenger was ever rewarded for finishing fourth. It didn't mean nothing if you finished fourth. Mm. Now there's this culture of seeing top four as a good achievement. And, but Mems, me per- finishing second means nothing. Exactly. Let alone fourth. Exactly. I agree. I agree with Do you. you know? but it's, well, there's this mentality within our fan base, and we've all been brainwashed to think that finishing within the top four is a success. It's and success. Yeah, because, that's because the manager's done that. The manager has brainwashed. Every, the, the, it certainly hasn't brainwashed me because I can go back to it the, about the League Cup meaning nothing. He's brainwashed everybody mm. that so that we throw away exactly. that, that game. It doesn't mean I've had great day. We just so, spoke about it at Wembley. One of yeah. the best days I've ever had was at. Uh, the, uh, at White Hart Lane when we beat them in the semi-final one Ooh. of the best days Beautiful. And so, but all of a sudden Wenger and his mentality and whatever he's done uh, he's brainwashed people now that oh well it don't matter we lost that game and it's it's coming in uh, 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 the FA Cup as well well it don't yeah. matter you know he, yeah. he's done that uh, what, what, what 
what it does is it sends out the wrong mentality. It sends out everything wrong about Arsenal. I, 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 when I watch Arsenal, you go back to what you were just saying there, Craig. When I go to watch Arsenal, what I want to watch is a team. Exactly. I want to watch a goalkeeper make saves. I want to see defenders defend. I want to see midfield players doing their bit and forwards doing their bit. What I'm seeing is like in Mustafi yesterday trying to be a playmaker. Yeah, he thought he was Bobby Moore, didn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah. And when it, and when uh, Troy Deeney's has got the walk, you know, the freedom of, of of the Emirates, because no one's bothering to pick him up, I, I look at that and go, yeah. well, that, what's going on here? And then, yeah. great and, point, and, great point, mate, brilliant point. I've had another tweet, guys. I'm going to read this out for you as well. Is it's come from Ryan? Um, fans were awful. Players even worse. Mind-boggling team selection. Ox is better than Ramsey, and Gabriel is not a right back. I mean, oh, I, we've, we've touched on many of those what, what Ryan's said, but one thing that he's, he's picked out is the fans were all for again. I mean, we, we spoke at the beginning of the show about the away supporters in the FA Cup. Their home supporters. I mean, I know that there's talk about safe standings, etc. Is there anything that we can do as fans to improve this atmosphere? I, I just need to come in there, Mims, about Go saying on. about yes. So I know that we were saying that with 20 minutes to, before the mm. game, a lot of fans, a lot of trains, but there was a big um, breakdown in on the Victoria line, weren't there? And um, okay. a lot of a lot of fans got stuck at Seven Sisters and um, couldn't get uh, couldn't get to the game on time. I know that a few of my mates got got caught. And had to get a bus from Seven Sisters and missed the first 20, 25 minutes. It, 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 so Good that's why it was a bit empty in there and, and all of that. Like, yeah, they come Fair in. Uh, <laughs> I bet so they were we, glad. Yeah, they, just, uh, you know, they sat down. They said, oh, we're two new. I said, oh, that's a good start. They said, no, yeah. no, what for? Go, 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 yeah. go, go back home. Just quickly, mate. I mean, I, I don't want to um, go off track, record, but just quickly, is there anything that you think that we can do in terms of fans? I mean, to improve the atmosphere over there? Because we seem to be able to do it away from home. Why can't we do it? I mean, we, well, I think we you have to look at it from away from home, Mims. You've got like a section of. Normally, 2,000 fans go, 2,000, 3,000. All squeezed together, then you all will make a noise. Yeah, all yeah. sing it. What I love about a away game is that it doesn't matter if you're 20, 30, 50, everybody sings. And if you don't sing, people look at you and think, yeah. you know, what's wrong mm -hmm. with you? Why are you, in it? Why are you in it with the away fans? Yeah. And I think yeah. there's something very, very good about that. Two things when you go to the, to the, to the Emirates. You know, like for me, for, for, for me instantly, Right, um, when I go with my mates, we're all in different parts of the ground. You know, you, you ask to say, right, well, can we get them together? The club are not interested. You know, so we, we do. Like yesterday, because there was a few empty seats, we all met and then one of my mates phone and said, oh, there's two seats up here, there's one seat here. So we all, we all come and all sat by me. So um, that don't happen all the time. There's, there's a little bit of that. And um, also, I don't think there's anything... I, and I believe it's before the game that can get you going. I go, I go to Everton. I know, like people say about it, they put that uh, Z Cars music on, and everybody's buzzing. So it comes, comes out. We've got this clock that goes dong, dong, dong. Are you, no, I hope come, you're not suggesting that doggy banner hasn't got the fans going. Woof <laughs> 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 woof. <laughs> Come out to the birdie song or saying we will. You know, um, it's it's not. It's just something not right about the whole club, the whole club. You know, and uh, we should have the. You know, it's like I'll, I'll be honest. I've been Barcelona um, 
last season at home and, and they do these little light shows and everything mm. like that. They don't want to do that. They want to do that for the game yeah. against Watford. They want mm-hmm. to do that against teams yeah. where, where we're going to need to be buzzing and all that. Like, you know, as you say, mm. it's... It, the fans, I'll tell you, the fans can't change it on their own. They're never going no. to be able to change it without a club, without a club doing something to help them. Exactly. As in making a singing section, get, make it, you know, behind the goals. And so when you've like, got when you've got Red Action tweeting out stuff that they have been tweeting out, we want a couple out, thousand fans I mean, all, all together to make a lot of noise. They're not interested. Yeah. They're not interested. It'll never happen. I'm sorry, lads. Safe standing will never happen at the Emirates. They're not interested. Um, in safe standing. Look at the last AGM that they had. Um, mm. The discussion yeah. was raised about safe standing. It was pawned off within off. 15 minutes. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. they're not interested. All they want... I, I've, I've said this on many occasions on, on, on different podcasts, right? The Emirates Stadium is like going to a theatre. Okay? It is. It, you go it, to it the theatre, you go yeah. to your seat, and when the show starts, you can't say nothing. Do you remember when they were building right. it, Lance? Right? Do you remember when... Because I was so excited when when I we were having a new stadium. Because I, I used to love Highbury, but mm. I, I was it always used to piss me off a little bit Highbury because everyone used to laugh at our pitch because it was so small. So I was really looking forward to having a big pitch, and I was really excited about walking into the Emirates for the first time. It looked great in the pictures. I walked in and I was so disappointed. Yeah, it's all nice and new, but it, it ain't a football stadium. Nah, it's, nah. it's 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 exactly it's what Craig just it's said. It's an arena. It's, it, yeah. It's a th- It's a corporate theatre. Yeah. That's what it is. And the, the trouble is with the um the, the stadium. This is this is the problem that you're going to have. Is that if they said to um, Arsenal, give us four tickets, right? Us four went to an Arsenal game. We'd go. We'd we'd go down the pub. We'd have a few beers in the local pub. We'd go to the game. Um, we'd maybe get a drink at half time, and then we'd go back to the pub. And that's the great. We'd be sitting in there going, "What a fantastic day!" But what the club want and what goes on there is they get four tourists going there, yeah. And they're going there. First stop is to the um, to Armory. the museum. To the yeah. So they go in there. They buy two hundred pounds worth of stuff. They then go to the uh, restaurant or the or go and buy something to eat with, a, with the Arsenal wrapper on it because it's all exciting. And then they go and have a drink. Then they go yeah. back out. They go back into the armory or something like that, spending three, four hundred pound. Yeah. Off they trot. Next week, another four come in and do exactly the same. Mm. So when it comes to it, like, are they going to have four blokes that are going to be yelling and singing and just spending four pound fifty on a pint of lager, or are they exactly. going to have four people they, spending four, five hundred pounds? They, they, they that don't is the want- problem. Well said, Matt. Great want, point. They don't. They don't want the old school football fan. They don't they want don't. what you've just said. The, 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 the people that are going to go there, the working class people that's going to go and spend their hard-earned money on a pint, watching the games with their mates. They don't want that, mate. They they exactly want what you've just said. And that's the corporate people. That's your tourists. That's the people that are going to be coming on, buying your merchandise, buying your half and half scarves, taking your selfies, and it's it's a day out for them. The people like yourself and people like Sean and Craig who have lived and breathed this club for years and years and years, who went over to Ivory, who have got investment in passions, that they don't want you there anymore because they don't need you. They can, sell, right. that, they can sell that ticket four times over. That's yep. right. And that's why I said earlier, they're, they're, in my eyes, um, they're, they're no longer a classy club. I mean, we, they used to be a classy club, but they're, they're not anymore, I'm afraid. They're just mm. greedy bastards who... Don't give a shit. 
you know, Sean, what you mentioned as well is when we're building that stadium, I think Spurs are going to learn a lot from our mistakes. Yeah, well, they, they have, they have. You yeah. can see already there that that end of their ground is is built for fans and atmosphere, yeah. isn't it? They're going to have yeah. a cop end. They're going to have a singing yeah. section. They're going to exactly. have all the things that have, everything that's wrong with Arsenal. So Arsenal yeah. the first. They're the pioneers of building your new stadium, etc. Yeah. But now other clubs have learned from this mistake. Trouble is, Benzie, you, you only get one. You only get one go at it every hundred and twenty years. The thing about it is, it's the one thing that's always puzzled me about the Emirates Stadium is why on earth are away fans right down by the pitch? I've, I've never got that. You go to away grounds all around the country, you're put up in the corner, right out Newcastle. of the way. Yeah, or, you know, go, even you look at Old Trafford, Newcastle, uh, Spurs, um, Anfield, Maybe. you're given, you're, was, you're given that no... little corner. Why are the away fans allowed to generate think, their own little bit I... of atmosphere in that little half circle I think, bit where they are. I think, Craig, it's because it's, it's easier for them to get them in and get them out. I still no think sport. it's a load of rubbish. They should be put up high, out the way, um, yeah. and, and, and those seats should Craig, be given to Arsenal fans, you know? Craig, it's not what you said at the start, mate, that that stadium was not designed for football fans. It's an arena, and it's, and it's no... No, if they had football fans, a consultation with Arsenal fans to say, this is what we're going to do and what do you propose? We had something special at Highbury. We had the clock in and the North Bank. If we'd have had, continued to have that sort of identity. I mean, you look at it now, it's like, it's a bowl. Mm. It's a circular bowl. A concrete There's no one. identity. Right. I, I, know what the, I know what the club's trying to do now. They've brought the clock back and they're, they're trying yeah. to bring that old feeling back, but you won't have that. You, 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 no. I mean, this How is many years we, did it take for them to put that bleating clock up, though? Oh, exactly. Four or five years, isn't it? Part of part of everything. That Eight years, done, I think. That that should have been done from day one, Lee. They should have had but that. Day that, that stadium opened, that clock should have been there. It should have yeah. been the first thing you put up I mean? there. Yeah. You know, that's, that, that that shows you what this football club's about yeah, now. That's right. You know that that clock. You know the clock end. I got. I, 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 you know, I used to go in the North Bank, and I'll tell you why I used to go in the North Bank because it had a had a roof. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I got the clock end. Well, you know, I love the, I, I, man, I, I bloody I love, hated I, it. I love the clock end because I used to wind up the uh, the away fans. Yeah, but it was great. Yeah, but, but you know, but it was fantastic. But that's why I used to love the North Bank because it, it used to get it kept dry. But I could I could never get there in time to get under that roof. <laughs> by, the time we, by the time we left the pub and legged it to the ground, we always had to squeeze. We could never quite get under that roof. <laughs> and he walking past and, 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 and walking past everyone, pissing through a program. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember we played the FA Cup um, over at Highbury and, that, and uh, there was a bit of a riot it was a bit, was a bit naughty and they actually tried to take the clock down to be a walk so they tried to, they tried to nick it but, uh, that, was that in the early 80s? it was yeah it was yeah. in the early 80s and uh, I, can't, I think we won 2-0 but um, yeah it was it was hard oh, such, such a fantastic when you think about it it's such a fantastic thing, the clock end, don't you think? Yeah. I think like it's like, you know, you think about the cop and you think about other things. But it, I always felt it was so iconic, the clock end, you know, because yeah. it had this mm. clock. No one else had it, mm, uh, yeah. only us. And, and, we had... and what that, it takes them nine years to put it back in. It's, it's, it's... <laughs> yeah, I know. Lads, I mean, I mean we, it's, it's really nice to hear your stories and, you know, the past. And I, I, I guess we could sit here all day and talk about our old times. And it's, it's, it's nice that we've experienced it. It's nice that we can cherish it and have these memories. And I'll tell you what I will say, man. Sorry, mate. But what I will say, and, and, and to Lee, um, 
I feel sorry for the younger fan generation mm. now who, who have never who, who, who have never got the memories that we've got of Ivory. Mm. It, can you imagine being an Arsenal fan now and never knowing Ivory? It must yeah. be. I, I was going to say that, uh, Sean. Is, is, we've got these memories that no one can ever take us away from. Me. Yeah. I would cherish, I would cherish right. those memories until my last. Yeah. I really will. Yeah. I'm so grateful for, and this is why I love this club. That's why I'm so passionate about it because we've all. Uh, invested time, energy, love, and passion into this club, and they're saying that, they're saying that, like you said, the new fans. I don't think they've got quite I, got that connection. I, they haven't got any passion. It's no. not. It's not the same club as as it was no. that we fell in love with. But times have changed, mate. I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I know. Saw, I see Paul Pogba and uh, Jesse Lingard on on fucking excuse my language again. Uh, Two pounds. Uh, <laughs> on the Snapchat the other day doing this ridiculous dance, you know, and uh, you know, you see football fans now on social media and, and giving fat players say, abuse and things like that. It's look, totally I, changed. This it's is what, totally different era. And, it, and this is what I noticed, right? And and Lee Lee's a big part of this. I, I watch fan TV. I, I enjoy watching the old school fans and their passion. The fans like Lee, you got and and you got Claude. And who are the other ones? Uh, Kenny, Chris, you know, Chris, Chris Hudson as well. He's on there. Yeah, yeah Chris Hudson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you could see the anger and the love and the passion in their faces. You know, when when they're coming out. Now, now, why they're talking? I'm looking at the volleys around them, the crowd that gather around them. We've just lost fucking two one of Watford. They're all there taking selfies, laughing, yeah. doing silly faces, not a care in the world. But you look at Lee's face while he's talking. He, he, he wants he wants to fucking tear the world up, and, and that's what I mean. And that's and that's what I mean by old school passion. Yeah. These, these young fans, Dale, they ain't got a clue. They ain't got a clue. I remember the first time I watched Lee on YouTube. I thought he was going to come through the screen and bite my nose off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Now, I love that passion. And Claude, I, I mean, you can see in Claude's face how much yeah. it hurts him. That, and he's got that little tie bloke next to him telling him it's all right. And yeah. it's, uh, yeah. it's all right because it was raining. We lost because it was raining. Uh, <laughs> I do think, though, I do think that there are young fans that have the passion. I go away and I see them that they have yeah. got it. Yeah. And, um, I hope so, they, I, I hope so. Uh, they definitely I'm, have. But I'm, it's I'm, a I'm, I'm quite think, strong. I would hate to think oh. it's going to die, you know? I agree with you, Lee. You know, there is some there's some young fans. I mean, there's, there's a couple of lads that um, I know that go over there, and uh, I won't mention, but they're, they're, they're a couple of youngsters, they're 60, 70 years old. They used to go on Arsenal fan TV as well, um, and, and they don't go on anymore, but they, 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 they really do love the club, and they're very passionate about it, yeah. you know. And, and these are the fans as well. that They're our future. And we can't be sort of like saying, oh, they don't understand because of, about hybrid and things like that. But these are the, these are the new breed. These are the ones yeah. that bring well, it is all about, But it is all about education as well, Mems. These, these yeah. 16, 17, 18, 19 year olds have been told by, you know, their, their dads, you know, this is, this, is how you be, this is how you behave as an Arsenal fan. You know, this, this, is, this is our history. Let me tell you about the time when, let me tell you about this. You support Arsenal. We're, you know, we're the, great, we're the greatest club in the world. But then you've you got. Talk, right? I, I reckon they're told. Hey, listen, you're, you support Arsenal now. You've got to be a deluded idiot and yeah. pretend that, <laughs> that you've got to, you've got to pretend everyone's well class. Yeah. And, the, and the biggest thing you've got to, you, you've got to pretend Ozil's well is the best number ten in the world. Yeah. That's that's the modern Arsenal fan. I mean, I suppose so, there could uh, be there could uh, be an also, element of brainwashing as well because I mean I have my one year old boy when when we're playing and he, mm. I strap him into his seat in front of the TV. And there you go. We're watching Arsenal, whether you like it or not. Well, when you when you when you went to school, you had to do history at school. So mm. I, I think you should be doing history of Arsenal as well. You know, I, I, I certainly tell tell them lads, about those days. Let's. I mean, I agree with you, and, you, uh, and I, 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 I agree. We should never forget our history. One thing that I could never remember 
growing up as a kid. And one thing that we've got now and, and, and is this divide between the fans, this yeah. hatred we've got between. I can never hate another Arsenal fan, but there's some Arsenal fans that absolutely hate other Arsenal fans. And this is all coming from social media. This is all coming from of course. The social media. Is... The, 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 the Wenger ins and the Wenger outs, etc. You know, there's, there's people that dislike people that go on Arsenal fans TV, for example, because they think they're attention seekers, etc. All this, I've never seen anything between our fan base like this. I mean, I can understand if you hate Spurs fans, if you hate West Ham fans, but we've got this culture at the moment of hating your own. Now, me yeah. personally... I wonder where that comes from. Yeah, well, when it comes from social media, when it comes from Wenger as well, doesn't it? It's exactly. All come, it's all come from that, that, that opinion that if you exactly. speak out a turn about Wenger, then you get the abuse, don't you? You get this, and, that, and, and this is all wrong. Now, this is, this is what I'm... Craig, I mean, if it's right with you, we can start talking about Wenger and, and things like that, you know, because I know it's a, it's a subject that we've all got feelings about. Well, I mean, yeah. let's 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 kick it off like this, Mems. Sorry to yeah. sorry 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 yeah. to interrupt, mate. Can I can't begin to imagine what is going to happen at this football club if Arsenal Wenger signs a two-year contract? Fuck me! I, I cannot. Again, sorry. Sorry, yeah. three pound now, Mems. <laughs> yeah. I cannot. I cannot even fathom. What this football club is and the fan base is going to be like if Arsene Wenger signs another two-year contract. This well, I'll, I'll tell you this now. If he signs a new two-year contract, I won't be going that long. Well, wow, Lee. Uh, really? Where are Lee? Where are Lee? That is a fact. Because I'll tell you why. Because I'm going to say, I'm going to go on about last night. I'm hurt about last night. And yeah, I'll tell you why I'm hurt. I'm hurt, disappointed because... I've got a lot of respect for Arsene Wenger and I've, I've, I've hoped and prayed that he would um, win the league and I've tried to back him as best I can. But last night, and this is why I'm still hurting today now, I realised he was finished as an Arsenal manager, as a top-class manager yesterday. And I'll tell you why. I, I, that Because the decisions that he made yesterday cost us the league title. And I realised yesterday that we'll never win the league title under him again. But Lee, Lee, I'm not being funny, right? And, and I hear, I hear what you just said there, right? And I, I was like you, Lee. I used to go every week, and I stopped going. Is that this is six seasons now where I haven't been? I've, I've been back for the old Emirates Cup, but I haven't been back to a league game for six seasons. And, mm. But we we were making these same mistakes six years ago. Yeah. I say we. I say Arsene Wenger was making these same mistakes six years ago, mate. Yeah, I, and, I, 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 and I can remember all of them. I can, I, I'm sitting there and I can remember all of them. I'm thinking, what is it? Sean, I accept that, but I also feel, and I'm going to defend him here, that he was with one hand tied behind his back yeah. in the stadium and everything like that. And I've always felt that I should back him because of that. Oh. Um, there are times, you know, he got us to fourth in the league. When I can tell you that now, Spurs were a far better team than us. Oh, I, I know. I, I, I accept and that. I, I accept and I admire him for and there are times, but there comes a time when you see a man making decisions that are costing mm. us and there's no accountability for it. Mm. And for me, that is a big thing. Um, uh, and I see it yesterday, that the mistakes that he continues to keep making. Defensively, we're not good enough. He never, he never, he never, never addresses have, it. Right. Never addresses it. We've, he, listen, Lee, I'm not being funny. Ever since the man turned up, turned up and, and took over that fantastic back four, 
he has never ever replaced that back four, and he hasn't got the ability to replace that back four. No, it's it's, it's changed the style of. I will say this: he's changed the style of the team to a. a we yes. do play some wonderful football. Yes, but how and, many? And what I mean, centre backs. How many? I mean, how many centre backs apart from Sol Campbell, who who basically came to came to him? But how, how many centre backs has he well, ever it's, bought? It's, 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 it's the old cliche that I've used many a times. When Arsene Wenger first turned up to Arsenal Football Club. He revolutionised. He 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 revolutionised everything. I'll tell you what. Right. I'll tell you what. But, Craig, he, but without without that early without that early those early foundations that George Graham. Put yeah, absolutely, on, absolutely. With, I with, totally with, agree with you, that, mate. But what I'm just about that, to say is, yeah, he was ten he, he years. Would, he he was would ten, never have had any early. He wouldn't have had that early success if if he had walked into this club. So let's say he walked in now, and and we had this back four now, or this. He he wouldn't have had that early success. Well, what, I was, what I was going to say is, when he first came to this club, he was 10 years in front of any football manager in the division. Yeah. So, hands down. But now, he's 20 he's years behind, behind everyone. Yeah. yeah. And, and the thing is, and I, 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 I will say this, and, it, and it, I'm not proud of the fact, I'm not proud of the fact that I go to these, I went, and they start singing Benger out. You know, and I, I, I sung it yesterday, like, we want Wenger out. I sung it at Leicester at the beginning of the season. And I'm going to be honest, it doesn't sit right with me because of what he's done in the past and yeah. whatever. Yeah. But I feel bad about it afterwards. But... You love, the, you love, the, you love Arsenal Football Club. And this yeah, is, yeah, this exactly. is what annoys me. You think that's Arsenal, what's best? Arsenal Football Club and the badge you fell in love with and that red and white shirt all yeah. those years ago... You, you didn't fall in love with the manager. You could no. give two. You could give two tosses about the manager. And I, I, I look at it. No, and, and you're dead right, Sean. Because when Jules Graham went, no one really felt sorry for him. No, I tell you what. A year, a year before George Graham left or got sacked, wherever you want to put it, I wanted him out. Yeah, he was you shocking. Know, it, it, we 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 were stale, going nowhere, and he'd lost his mojo. Mm. I'd known that. Sean, that's a fantastic. I'll tell you what, I, 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 we had some great times under George Graham. But yeah. I was at an Arsenal game and ran about. Best Christmas. times I've ever had. Yeah, uh, ran about Christmas, just after Christmas time. And I've never done it before. Um, it was a freezing cold day. It was nil nil. I can't even remember who it was. And Martin Keown and Paul Merson were warming up on the, on, they were on the bench. Yeah. And um, George Graham, I thought, well, he's going to put on Paul Merson. He put Martin Keown on to play midfield. And I said to my Played mate, that's yeah. it. Oh, that's it. it. I'm going. Yeah, yeah. It was, oh, and I walked oh. out of the ground. It was about. I've never done it before. To this day, I've never done it, and yeah. I've never done it again. But the same thing. And, and I said, he's got to go. And that was yeah. it. And yeah. the, I am seeing the same things now yeah. in yeah. a great man like George Graham when he was coming to the end. And I see it now in Finger as a great man. I coming. saw it. Years, I don't know what it is. I saw it. I saw this years ago. I've saved myself so much money. So much grief. I, I saw this about. I'll tell you when it when it swung for me is when we got to that League Cup final and he played the kids. I mean, what? It's Birmingham. You know? Birmingham. No, that was a Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea. 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 Yeah. And, and he, that's when Walcott scored his first ever goal. That's right. You know, we're we're playing Chelsea, our rivals, and he's got the nerve to put put kids out. Seth Fabregas is just a youngster then, wasn't he? But yeah, and I looked and I thought, you know what, this ain't right. We're supposed to be. We're supposed to be trying to win these games. Yeah. I, I, I tell you a good point that my mate turned around the other day. Um, he's a very, very passionate Arsenal fan. He'll, he'll, he'll argue in the telephone box. But he said something the other day, which is very poignant, when he said that, um, do you remember 
when we got to the semi-final of the FA Cup against Manchester United, we was playing in the, the, the Champions League, I think, three or four days later. And we went up to um, uh, Villa, Villa Park. Park yeah. And he played a reserve side. We ended up losing one deal. I don't remember if Paul Scholes got the goal. Yeah. Was that two? What, what no, it wasn't that. Wasn't wasn't that when? Uh, oh, I know the one you mean now. Yeah, I thought you was going on about the Ryan Giggs one. Two thousand three, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Two thousand four, it was. And, yeah, I remember because um, I, I was actually living in Manchester at the time. It, it, <laughs> we, we went up there and we lost one nil, and he played a reserve side, and he came out and he said, "Well, I've got the Champions League in the, in, in three days' time at Ibrox," and we went and lost that game as well. Yeah. And my my mate still swears by this. He said, yeah, if you look back at that um, invincible side, it get, gets all the um, praise for it and all that. But realistically, it had seemed underachieved. Yes. It should have well, gone and won the Champions oh, League. It should have gone oh, yeah. on and won the FA Cup. We, we, we should have won. We should have at least won a back-to-back league title, at least. he threw away. He threw away another opportunity. And... Yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, uh, he's, my mate's right. He's right. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. can I come? Can I come in there, lads? I mean, I mean, I'm listening to you both, and you spoke so passionately about these subjects, and, and I agree with you. But what well, you, you've mentioned the, the back four. To be fair to Arsenal, Wenger, and everyone knows I'm not his, his biggest fan. He did bring in some some good players. I mean, Laurent was a good rocker. Yeah, he, he was. He was one of my favourites. Yeah, you know, he's brought in Colo Toure. He was, he was one of our favourite centre backs as well. He, he developed Ashley Cole. So I, I think we are being a bit unfair there, where we say that he didn't really bring in some defenders. He did. I think, I think, I think we say because he's, he's bought in a, a, a sort of out of about thirty, he's bought in a couple. You know, you sort of yeah. you forget you forget the good ones. I agree. But I mean, with, with me, I mean, everyone knows um, I've been Wenger out for for a number of years, and we were talking before the show started, uh, Sean. That it, it, I remember back in the day, you couldn't even say whisper the word Wenger out without getting jumped on. You know, yeah. there was a time where you, you, you know, he, he said it on a, the Arsenal fans forum, you get you'll get you'll get banned and things like that. Yeah, so, I was, yeah. <laughs> so um, things have changed. I mean, I think now that there, there is there's, there's a culture at the moment, and I've tweeted it about it today. Of, of fans uh, getting quite abusive towards Arsenal Wenger. And, that, and Lee, you mentioned it as well. You felt uncomfortable saying Wenger out last night. Now, don't get me wrong, lads. I mean, I know there's, you know, none of us want to say it. Well, we've all got to the point now where we think that maybe he's past his sell-by date. Bebsy, like, sorry, can I just say, right, and, and this, this this, is a real fucking... Sorry, I'll just walk in. This, this, is, a real, this is a real bugbear of mine, right? Now, you, you look at... Listen, I know I don't want to talk about other clubs, but... Chelsea, United City, Liverpool. I mean, their fans, would they put up with the 10 years of shit? You know, no. us being told we can't compete. Do you, do you think their fans would put up with that? You know, no, I mean, how many times has Wenger in the transfer window said to us that, I'm oh, sorry, there's nobody available when we've got £200 million pounds out of the, sitting in the bank? Do, do you think their fans would put up with that? No, there is the, the, pro- the problem. They would have had is, they, they would have had Wenger out years ago. Sean, the, the, the years issue ago. we've got in, within our fan base, mate, is, is and I agree. Weak, with, weak fan base. It's called a it's, weak it's, fan it's, base. It's, it's not that, mate. It's it's there is some fans that they feel that they are very loyal to Arsene Wenger for oh. what he did for give us all those. And, that's, now, when, and there lies the problem. We, we just, they're supposed to be Arsenal football club fans. They're yes. they're, they're not they're not there because of um, Arsene Wenger. The thing yeah, is, it's yeah. a double-edged sword, isn't it? I, I, I look yeah. at it and think, like, with Chelsea, they're ruthless with their managers. Yeah. Uh, I.e., yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Mourinho wins the league. Six months later, he's sacked. 
know, well, look I mean, at Liverpool. Look at Liverpool. Where yeah, their Liverpool own, done it with their own legend in, in Kenny Dalglish. But, yeah, yeah, but not only not only their manager. What about their American owners they had? And, and they, they, they they got them to sell the club. Lads, hear me out here for a second, please. I mean, Arsene Wenger when he when he came to this club, and we talk about the, the George Graham days and the Mickey Thomas day at '89. You know, that was one of the best days of my life. We talk about the Leeds Cup final. What what Arsene Wenger gave us with those invincibles. That was the greatest Arsenal side that exactly. I have ever, I've ever seen. Exactly. You know, he yeah. took us to so high in our life, the peak that he took us. Now, I don't know about your history. I don't know if you, uh, what you've done in class and lots of things like that. If you've got drunk, if you've dabbled in a little bit of social um, activities, when you're up high like that and you come down, that is the worst feeling in the fucking world. Excuse my language, okay? When you've experienced that glory, then you've got to come back down to reality. That is the worst. And that's what we're suffering from at the moment yeah. with Arsenal fans. We've been spoiled. We've gone to that extreme of having the undefeated extreme, having all the players, and we've come back crashing back down to reality. And that's mm. why it hurts so much. What Arsenal Wenger gave us at that early period, this is why some fans have got such loyalty to him. Because he's given us something which we will never ever experience ever again. Yeah. But in my opinion, and this, I'm saying, well, I, 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 I mean, I experienced it with George Graham. He, he gave me a long time. I think I've said this. I wanted him out when when he when he got stale. I've said I've said this before as well, and I've said this before. I think the Invincibles could have been the worst thing to ever happen to Arsene Wenger. In the long run, because you know. When you do He's something like that, like Mem says, different. when you do something like that, when you win a league without losing, yeah, look at Alex. We're going we're, we're, we're to Fer- expect Craig. it every year. Craig, look at Alex Ferguson, right? I mean, I know he never went invincible, but uh, how many how many teams did he did he did he make at Man I while yeah, he was there? Yeah, he must have done three or four, mm-hmm. you know, that made him into great teams. Wenger's mm-hmm. done it once, maybe yeah. twice. Sort of the, pro- the problem is, is because what Arsene Wenger did at his early stages, this is why people are giving him this leeway. Yes. This is why people are giving yeah. him this. See, this is, think... the prob- this is the problem. I mean, we, people uh, should be judging him on what he's doing now. Everyone yeah. forgets that Arsene yeah, Wenger... I, I think that you, should, you, you, you can't dismiss that, though, no, Mims. You know, I, I, mm. Sean's just come up there with Alex Ferguson. Alex Ferguson mm. built teams with the biggest budget in, in the country. He could go out and spend thirty million pound on Rio Ferdinand, thirty pound on Van Nistelrooy. Thirty, 30 quid—that's cheap. Uh, <laughs> but he could go out and spend thirty million pound. Wenger's never been able to do that. He has that opportunity to do it now, and he hmm. still chooses not to do it. And, and that's, that's exactly. the problem. Exactly. That is the problem. You know exactly. what I mean? Like you're asking a, a fan like myself or yeah. guys that are going and whatever to go and spend the highest amount of money that a ticket can buy. And right. you've got a manager that's earning eight and a half million pounds a year. He's saying, well, I'm not prepared to spend money yeah, on this. I'm right. not prepared to do that. My squad's good enough. Well, sorry, Arson, it's not good enough. I don't give a monkey's how much you're on. Your squad is not good enough because if it was good enough, it I wouldn't be the leave. home to Watford on a Tuesday night. Lee, and- Lee, last, last Tuesday night, right? We got, we're playing Gabriel right back, right? This is, my, this is what I was thinking at the time. Last day of the transfer window. We've got two hundred million pounds sat in the bank. We haven't got a decent right back because we've already got one, but obviously he can't he wasn't playing. Why can't we go out and buy a decent right back? Why do we exactly. have to play Gabriel there? Uh, the, the biggest the biggest thing that keeps coming down to Arsenal and then people the excuse of the Arsene Wenger that that he's getting 
is, oh, well, we've lost Kazula for another year. If we had Kazula in a team, we would have won this league by now because he does this and does that, which he does. We had an opportunity in this transfer window to replace Kazula. Yep. It could have been with Payet. It could have been with... Isco. Isco or someone like that. But he chooses... The, there is there is always an excuse, right? This Cazorla, yeah. I see he's going around now saying, oh, we're, we're not winning the league because Cazorla's uh, been unfit. He was he was fit last season. He was fit the season before. He didn't win the league then. It, you know, it's just, there's always a an, an easy excuse to blame, you know, and, and that's just one of them. You've hit the nail on the head there, Sean. What you said there is the excuses. I mean, there's always, I mean, there's, there's a couple They will always find something, men, to blame. Always, and, always, and, always and, always and, now, and now Ty's blaming the weather. <laughs> well, but I, will say, I will say this, Mims, I will say this. As much as um, I, 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 I do believe that Arsene Wenger is finished now as a manager, as far as I'm concerned, but I will still not call him the C word. I will still not uh, abuse him and call him anything disrespectful. I might do it under my breath. Mm-hmm. I might, uh, when, you know, when, when, we're, when things are not going well and whatever. Mm-hmm. But there are people now even on our Arsenal fans TV that are calling him names and, and senile not, and things like that, blah, blah, yeah. blah, which is unacceptable for a man totally that's done, done what he's done for this football club. So, totally he's agree. a manager yeah. that has done his best. His best is not good enough now. That's that, and and, and he's, you can criticise the man and criticise him for his decisions. See, I, I, see, I look at it differently. I, I look at it a little bit different there. You say he's done his best. Arsene Wenger climbed in bed with Stan Kroenke uh, about eight years ago, ten years ago probably, when 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 David Dean was out. He climbed in bed and signed up to this. Let's let's make as much money as we can for me, please, Arsene. So I I, I, I don't quite see it like he's done his best, and it's it's not just that he hasn't done his best. He hasn't done his best. I still remember the days where we've got Al Munio in goal, and we all knew he was crap. Even Wenger knew he was crap. And we, we could have got Mark Swartz on. I think it's from Fulham at the time. Oh, and that, that, he wanted, that he wanted one and a half million and he mm. refused to pay it. But mm. and, and then everyone said, well, we can't afford it. We've got no money. But he's, but he's getting seven million pounds this season. He was bigger. So oh, I, 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 I look at that. I'm, and I, No, I don't agree with he done his best. No, I'll tell you what he did do. He signed up. He signed and got in bed with Stan Kroenke. And he's still in bed with him now. And this, I, is why he, and this is why he's going to get another contract. In I totally agree with you, Sean. And, and, and for me, Arsene Wenger has finished at this football club, at, for me, uh, as even though I've tried to back him this season, as when he just spent £10 billion on a goalkeeper last season and, and, and left us with Flamini and Arteta mm-hmm. in, in a midfield yeah. co- covering um, Cockerland. Yeah, I agree. But he wouldn't have even got Czech, Lee. He wouldn't have even got Czech. Had 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 Chelsea didn't want him, and and Czech didn't want to didn't want to leave the capital. His wife wanted the same school run, and so Wenger got him. We we wouldn't have got him otherwise. No, but you can say that about. I I I honestly believe that about Marcel Ozil and Alexis Sanchez as well. Ozil didn't want to come to us. He he wanted to stay at Real Madrid. He 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 spent two years sulking at Arsenal because Real Madrid didn't want him. I mean, would we have really been able to? Let's just say. Mr. Ozil was playing in a very successful when he was playing in a very successful Real Madrid team. Let's just say Gareth Bale didn't go to Real Madrid. Okay, let's just say he didn't. That's another excuse I keep hearing. Yeah, let's just let's just say Gareth Bale didn't go to Madrid. Do any of you here think we would have been able to prize Mr. Ozil away from Real Madrid? 
No chance. No, not but, a chance. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. He, if he Luis Suarez, if Luis Suarez hadn't gone to Barcelona, would we have had any chance of prizing Alexis Sanchez away from Barcelona? Not no. a chance. Not a chance. So I, when people say to me, "Oh, but he brought in Alexis Sanchez and he brought in Mercer Ozil." We can't persuade Vardy to leave Leicester. Absolutely, yeah, Lee. And I'll tell you what, Lee. That's nail on the head, mate. Lee, that is a fantastic mm. point. Because just, mm. just recently, I'm reading all this shit on, on Twitter where Wenger said that he, this is his best squad, best attacking squad he's ever Incredible. had. He, now, he said that the other day. right? He said that the other day. Now, if it's the best squad he's ever had, why did he offer £20 million for James Vardy in the summer? Mm. Well, that's before yeah. he bought, um, yeah. That was before he bought Lucas Perez, wasn't it? But if, but if it's the best squad he's ever had, why was he trying to buy Vardy? Do you know what I mean? I, do you know what? This is the thing. One of the things which Arsene Wenger winds up as fans is some of the comments that he comes out with. Oh, we, 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 we see a classic Craig. You tweeted it last night before the game. He said that the team's prepared. Uh, we're well focused on today. And then when we lose, he comes out with we weren't prepared. Oh, that's it, nice. it, 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 it's 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 things like this which he doesn't do himself any favors. Uh, you know, uh, it's it's not just the signings, it's not just the tactics. Uh, it's, it's and you know what? The, the biggest I'll tell you what the biggest thing that really really pisses and I'm going to swear now pisses me off right, Five about that about that about that is is all the journalists right when, when they're when they're stood in front of him these these journalists you get like Crossy and all, and and he says to them about the mental strength. None of them have ever got the bollocks to say. What do you mean? Whose fault is that, then, Arsene? You know, mm. none of them. They just stand there and listen to it, and it, it just does my head in. It just I'll, does my I'll, head. I'll tell you another one that no one picks up on. I, I've told Shaka not to tackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And another one, Lee. Thirty million pounds Another one. Another one. He came out with. He bought Lucas Perez. Then he said. Then he said, "What was it about two months ago? Oh, I didn't realise he was so left-footed." I mean, yeah. you just spent £17 million on the bloke. Yeah. Didn't you know it's, that? It's, it's incredible. Some, it's not looking good incredible. for him, is it? <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's not looking good, Craig. But I want to I touch on what, what Lee said, because I think he, he made a really valid point. And I know Sean on Twitter, anyone that follows Sean on Twitter, you know, look, just look, look at his, some of the display pictures. They're, they're quite um, anti-arson, let's just say, you know. Um, and I, and I, I, can I, I just say, can I just say, yeah. my defence, right? And like, you know this, Mims, and... and yeah, I know. I, 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 st- I started my Twitter account. I've, I've never ever done social uh, social media, never done it before. And I started my Twitter account the week after my last Arsenal home, home league game because I was so pissed off with Arsenal and Arsenal Wenger. I wanted him out. So the only way I, I thought, right, I, I'm not going to go anymore, but I'm going to keep in touch and just be a pain in the arse, you know. And that's why that's why I that's why I'll do it. That's why because I, I won't go back and give that man another penny until he's gone. Can, just for the people that just for the people that don't know Bradders and uh, who he is, Bradders, would you be so kind to read out the tweet that you tweeted Arsenal last night? Because no, no, no I can't do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. We won't. No, 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 no. No, no I'm no. not allowed to swear. I can't no. do that. Fair, fair enough, man. Just give you an idea. <laughs> yeah, but can I just say? Can I just say also in my defence? I get a lot of ass. I get a lot of asshole from these. I, I call them mongs because I didn't make up that name. It's not a very nice name, but it just sums them up. But they all come chirping at me. You don't understand football. This blah 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 blah. So I just put out these things just to just to just to piss them off. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do, mate. I want to I want to touch on this as well. I mean, I mean, Lee, you mentioned the fact that. Um, you will not call Wenger the C-word. Um, yeah, and I, I know it, I do, and it's wrong. Yeah, right? but uh, it is wrong. Uh, but, you know, I mean, what you've said as well, um, Lee, is that, you know, for what he's given us, for the 20-year service that he's given us, for the good times that he's given us, 
Ten, ten, ten years service. Let's get it right. Come on, Sean. Give us a ten break here. He's given us 20 good years. I mean, not great, but he's, he's given us, you know, 20 years service of his life. And he's, he's, he's reaching the, the time of his life now as well. He's, he's in his 60s. He's, he's served us admirably. He's seen us through the bad times. Let's not go to that level to start calling no, no, soul no. names. Listen, he's yeah. an old man. He's an old man. He's, he doesn't look that healthy. He's looking quite ill. He's he's taken he's taken he's, he's, he's got about hundred million pounds in his bank account. I reckon he should retire, go sit on the beach, up and spend his money. Why, I'd agree with that. I'll tell you, you, know I'll what, tell you what, what I'd love, and I, and this is the thing that's been it's bugging me, and I realised last night that it's never going to happen. Is cool. I would love Arsenal Wenger to have won the league and 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 then just the have a little smile at that yes. Mourinho. He and had that opportunity, punch. mate. Do you know when but we he's won that? Never going to do it. No, when, never we won that, when, when we won that FA Cup and, and um, Podolski oh. was spinning, running around and pouring the champagne over him and they, they lifted him up, I thought, wouldn't this be a fitting time? Yeah, was that the whole final? The whole final. Yeah, the whole final. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, I, I, I sat and watched that, right, and I, I felt like a Christmas turkey that was that that was, that was just realised it's, it's, it's Christmas, you know, and I'm cheering for it, you know, because I knew once we won, once Ramsey scored that goal, I'm cheering because I'm an Arsenal fan. We've just just got that trophy off our back, and I'm cheering away, really at me, jumping around. And then I suddenly realised, I thought, oh fucking hell, we got, and that's going to give Vega another contract. You know? And I did. I, I felt like a Christmas turkey cheering for Christmas. You know. <laughs> I, I, I still think that you know I, this is what's hurt me. Uh, maybe I'm a mug. I honestly thought that Arsenal Wenger would win the league this season. I, I even felt that if I backed him 100%, I know you might think I'm silly, but I thought I'm going to back him all the way this season because I knew he would. Yeah, yeah. he's going to win the league. But I see things going on the season that I've seen going on the season yeah. before and a season yeah. before. I still see our defence still making the same mistakes. Yeah. But he I did still... address that, Lee. He addressed the defence and I was really pleased with that. You know, he got the staff in. Right, and, and Bellerin was coming through, and I thought, great, we've for the first time in God ten years, we, we've got a decent back four, you know. But I said, and I put that tweet out, I can find it. I put out his tweet in September saying, the real reason we're not going to win the league is because he's still going to be playing Drew up front. He ain't, he ain't addressed. He, he he still hasn't replaced Van Persie and got us a proper proper striker. And, and I've, and, I've really, I've, I've really liked Sanchez up there, to be honest. I, I thought, loved him. Um, I thought Against, that has been. And, and but I knew, Lee, Lee, I knew, I knew that when he when he said, oh, I'm going to play Sanchez up the middle, I thought, nice one, great stuff. And Drew was sat on the bench. I thought, you know what? We've got a chance. And we were buzzing around looking really good. And then for some reason, Drew's, there's a bit in the press, Drew's not happy, he might be leaving. He, he gave him a game. He scored, he scored a couple of goals. The next game, he sticked Sanchez out wide and we've been stuck with Drew ever since. So, this, is the, this, this, this is the problem, lads, right? You've both commented. If you looked at France when they played in the Euros, yeah, they had Giroud up front with Griezmann. Yeah. Okay, you you see Giroud the way he links up yeah. play reminds four, me of four, Adam two. Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reminds me of Adam um, Adam Smith back in the day. You know, he's very good at linking up players. You know, Giroud and Sanchez up front in a four four two, I think would work. I don't know why he's, he's reluctant to try it. You look at when we won forty nine games unbeaten, the formation yeah. that we used to play. He's changed. He's gone back to this. Uh, you know, trying to develop Fabregas' role. Well, he's got. I, I know why he don't do it because he he's got all the wrong. His midfield, they're all they're all little dwarfs, aren't they? I don't he's, think they're cut. They're not capable of playing a four four two. Yeah, we've been found out at home, Mims. That's what we've been. Yeah. That's what's happened. We've been found out. We've been sussed. 
Teams know how to play us at home. Exactly, exactly. They tactically know how to play us. Like Watford yesterday, tactically, uh, at new, you know, obviously someone's watched us play and said, you know what, this is, our, this is their weak part. Get them, yeah. spring them, we can hit them on the break. You know, yeah. and, and, and going behind their full-backs, they've done it exceptionally well. That's Watford. Yeah. But what happens yeah. with another... But this is what's happening. Our home form this season has been going from bad to worse. And what, what's happening is that there's been no one to address it. Did you and, did, did you watch the Watford Bill FA Cup game? Nah. I watched that, right, and it, it was the most abject, abject, shocking performance I've seen from a team. They were absolutely awful. The Watford manager was sat on the bench, shaking his head. The camera kept changing. And he couldn't believe how crap they were. And, and yet, yeah, they they, turn, yet they turned yeah, up, they turn and, up and turned us over. It's, two, two, two points, which is a, 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 a thing about why, why Arsenal never win the league. And, and two, two points. Uh, Watford... Have not won in seven games since they played us yesterday. Yeah. Everton have not won in nine games since they yeah. played us. We talk about mental attitude. And coming out of the ground yesterday, just before I bumped into the lovely Mems, I was talking Gee. to um to um Watford fans. And now I, I I forgot about this, but of course Bellerin was on loan up there, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. And, um, he was. They turned around and said, when we see Bellerin's not in the side, we're going. The one thing that we we are, are, are vulnerable to is pace. pace he yeah. weren't playing we couldn't believe it so what yeah. I look at that and I look at that and I thought really is that what you're saying so I said yeah so that tells me that Arsene Wenger has not had them watched or had no. them looked at you're, or anything he's yeah. just you're 100% right mate he's just, right. just said we're the Arsenal this we're is how we're going to be and yeah. that is why we will never win nothing yeah. major with Arsene Wenger because you when should he, be looking at that team and looking yeah. at the weakness, whether it's Watford, Bayern Munich or whoever. And when he came yeah. out, Lee, when he came out and said we, we weren't mentally prepared, what he really meant was I never mentally prepared them because because I the I chose the team. I, I chose the team and, and we all expected to walk over them. And, yeah. and, I, and I and I rested players because we were playing Chelsea soon. Uh, but, how, how many times, uh, from the top of your head, has Arsene Wenger through a curveball win. Do you remember when we played Everton about two years ago and they played Lukaku on the right wing against Monreal and they roasted us? They yeah. identified there was a weak link there and they did pick their team accordingly. And it's what? Exactly. How many times have we gone to a team and thought, bloody hell, what's he done here? He's done something different. We don't. We play the no. same way no. if it's Birmingham at home or if it's no. Real Madrid or exactly and what you said. Mets, and how many, to- how many times has he, I can remember uh, quite a few times, um, in the Champions League, right? We're top of the group. Last game, and he's rested players because yeah. because we've we've got an important league game three days later, and he, obviously he, he's he's got that old top four top four thing going. He's got to get in there. So he rests players in the Champions League game. We lose the game and don't come top of the league of the Champions League group, and then three days later. The players he rested come in, and we still lose the bleeding game. We've done that quite a few times. I, I, mean, I can still remember them. It's, it's, I know. It's, uh, do you know what, lads? It's, it's really frustrating. It's difficult times for us at the moment. You know, but, but, you know, we've got Chelsea this week, this weekend. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know if we're going to touch on that, um, Craig. You know, but I, I mean, are we still, just yes or no? Are we, do you think we still got a chance of winning this, this title if we win against Chelsea? No. No. Absolutely no chance. 
The problem we've got is that if we do beat Chelsea, do you know what we're going to be doing, don't you? We're, we're, we're going to lose to Hull or something. Yeah. And that, but Lee, Lee Temple told me last night, if we beat Chelsea, we're going to be doing others a favour. Yeah. We, we, we're doing the, the mob down the road a favourite. So, I'm not saying that, you know, winning against Chelsea will be drastic, but I, I just, like you said as well, Brothers, if we do beat Chelsea, it doesn't. It ain't going to make much difference because we'll, we'll lose the following week. Yeah. I'm, 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 ex- I'm expecting after after that crap performance. I'm expecting a really good performance of Chelsea. I think Wenger's got to really kick them. I know he don't usually do that, but they they, they know they've got to come and show a bit of uh, oomph. And I'm expecting a really good performance and a good game. But oh, it doesn't. We we, we could we could beat them five 0 We still ain't going to win the league. I'm going to go to Chelsea game for the first time in in for a long long time. And I'm not saying that I'm bothered that we're going to win. Uh, I'm bothered that we're, we're going to. I want us to win or lose. I, I certainly don't want us to lose. But I'm going to go there, not bothering where yeah. about the result. I'm just going to go and enjoy the day. Enjoy yeah. it. Because yeah. It, it, think, it's for one reason, if we do win it, it's helping other teams. If we draw, we're helping other teams. And, I, I, and as Dead Dead right, we've got another one, two, maybe even three games yeah, like that. Absolutely. Unless, I know. unless he changes it. And he's yeah. not going to change it. So another team's going to come down there and do exactly the same what's happened against Watford. We've got and that we've, is we've, the Yeah, we've got some really hard, hard away games coming up soon. So uh. our away form doesn't bother. I've, I've got a feeling we've got Liverpool in a couple of weeks. We can go yeah. up there and get something. I always feel confident that we can go to White. I always feel confident that we can get a result at White Hart Lane more so mm. than when. Oh, I, don't know. I don't know. I think Tottenham are playing really well at the moment. They are, but I think that we're, we're vulnerable at home. We're, there's a vulnerability at home. I don't see it as much away. Tottenham are Tottenham. They will always let them. They will always let their fans down. <laughs> like the sun rises and the moon disappears. Tottenham Oxford will always let down their fans. But you know what I? But you know what I enjoy about it the most? They really give their fans. They really think. Like last season, they really thought they were going to win the league. Yeah, yeah. They really thought that they were going to finish above us. Yeah. But what did they I do? Know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I love it because a lot of my mates who I drink with are quite a few of them are Tottenham fans, and the band is good. But yeah, uh, good. yeah. I've I've never lost to him yet. So. <laughs> I was at work no. today though. I'm at work today, and they all, like they all come up there when Arsenal have lost. They you know they come down. They like like they've got bulge. No, they're like vultures. Yeah, yeah. They're there. And they're giving it a hey, lot. I said, yeah. how'd you get on yesterday going to Sunderland? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, we're yeah. Nil, yeah, but we're nil-nil with Sunderland. One, I don't know how long. You know, yeah, oh, yeah but we're, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's, it's all about Arsenal <laughs> awesome losing, isn't it? And, I, you know, I kid yourself not. Worry about yourselves before you yeah. come worrying about us, you know what I mean? Right, lads. We are going to have to wrap this up. Um, brilliant. brilliant. We have been going brilliant for person. over Very an hour and a half. Chat. Yes, oh, absolutely yeah. brilliant. Um, really, my, my really foot, enjoyed it. I'm no longer a virgin. A podcast <laughs> virgin. No, we, we, we broke you in slowly. Um, <laughs> with plenty of. Best virgin uh, we've ever had on. I'll yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. I think I could. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure about that either, but anyway. It's, it's a great first show. Great it was first a great show. first show. Yeah, so, yeah. Guys. Brad, uh, Bradders, thanks very much for agreeing to come on, mate. It's been an absolute Thank pleasure you. meeting I'd, you. I'd love to come yeah. and do it again sometime. Oh, you're absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Great. And of course, Lee. Legend, Lee, Lee, thank you very much, mate, uh, no for coming sure. back. Love it. Coming back and talking to us, Mems. First show down. We're done, mate. Brilliant. We've done it. Um, we've done the first one, mate. I we're up and running. Well. We're up and yeah. running. Um, thank you. Tomorrow. 
Yeah. <laughs> I am going to go away now and edit this up. Um, it was fun. Thanks. Yeah, it's like all of, it's like it's all been lovely. It's swearing. been lovely. It's been lovely to actually talk with you all instead of uh, tweeting. Tweeting, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So much just, easier, just, just one yeah. thing I want yeah. to say is, um, obviously on behalf of Mems and myself, thank you very much for the massive support um, yeah. that you've given Absolutely. us since we, I mean, we only started, we only said we were going to do it last week. I started yeah. up last week. Here we yeah. are now uh, at the end of our first podcast. Um, so thank you very much. Uh, if you Brilliant. stick around, listen to the podcast. If you if you get like in, them, get involved. If get yeah, involved. get involved. If you like them, tell us. Um, and if you don't like it, tell us. Tell us why you don't like it. And if there's anything you think that we can do better, or anything that we can add into the podcast um, to make it more enjoyable, please tell us. You know, we're not we're not going to come and attack you. We, you know, we want to know. I, can I just say before we go? Vega out. <laughs> <laughs> He's the he new DT. He He's the new DT. Get in. Cheers, guys. So from me and Mems, thank you very much. Uh, we shall be back next week uh, with Lee again, actually. Um, yeah. Next Wednesday Ooh. night. And we'll be talking about Chelsea. Ooh. So until then, from Mems. Come on, the Arsenal. And from me... Come on, the Arsenal. And from Sean and Bradders, thank you very much. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night. Same old Arsenal. Same old Arsenal. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.